0: Bismillah, Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu How's everybody doing? Alhamdulillah So today, inshallah, we're continuing in Surah Abasa, Ayah number 24, in which Allah Ta'ala says billahi minash ila Allah Ta'ala says, then let mankind look at his food. And this verb here, nazara, let him look. It's not like ra'a yara, which means to look at something uh, it's a, which is a softer way of saying it. is really to stare at something and the implication here is what التفكر, really look and stare and thin, think and contemplate and, and reflect about this food. Take a second to appreciate what you are consuming on a day-to-day basis and if you take a look at the ayah right before it Allah Ta'ala amara?" No, no way, human being, oh, this could refer to the human none of you have truly fulfilled your purpose fully what Allah Ta'ala has uh, commanded you, none of you have fulfilled it fully. Now this could mean every human being, nobody worships Allah perfectly, that could be one of meaning, or it could be saying to the disbeliever, oh disbeliever you have not uh, done what you were commanded, as in acknowledge Allah, you haven't given Allah Ta'ala due consideration, you didn't give this life due consideration, this is another possibility. Now the connection is with the last verse where Allah Ta'ala is saying you haven't fulfilled your responsibilities yet, is now connected here, to what the verse where Allah is telling us, the only reason that you're being sustained in this life, the only reason that I am giving you this food and providing all this vegetation and these animals and these crops and so on and so forth, the reason I'm doing this is what? So that you can fulfill your test to do what you are commanded. And if you're not fulfilling it, then we need to look at our sustenance, we as human beings need to look at our sustenance and remind ourselves why we're being provided for in the first place. So you're on this life for a test and then everything's just coming to you. Things just grow by themselves. And there's exactly these ayat, what Allah is going to mention inshallah as we, as we go through it. And so it's like, why do you think you're being provided for? What do you think the purpose of all this is? Another perspective is what? Some people think, what? That my only purpose is consumption. And so Allah is saying, Kalla, no way. Lama, uh, uh, lama yaqdima amara No, this human being has not fulfilled what he was ordered to do. In other words, you thinking that your only purpose is consumption, is not fulfilling your actual purpose. Your purpose is to worship Allah Ta'ala. And so this is a refutation to this person saying, no, you have not fulfilled what you are, what you have to do. And if you think your life is just about consumption, then let's take a look at your food to begin with. So even in the food that you think is the purpose of my life, the purpose of my life is just to consume and to stay, stay, sustain myself and just to live. Okay, if you really think that, then take a look at your food and think about it, why? Because it implies, look at that, and Allah Ta'ala is gonna go through these ayat mentioning the huge diversity of food. Allah is going to mention different kinds of food, all these different colors and flavors and, and textures and sizes and everything. There's so much diversity in the food that Allah Ta'ala provides us. There's choice, and choice means that some choices are better than others. And if you can de- that means you can develop a moral system around food. Should I eat this today or should I eat that today? Is this good for me or is this bad for you? Bad for me. Then if that is the case and if you know that there is choice even in food, then you must acknowledge that life more broadly is a series of choices each choice resulting in a different outcome either better or worse so subhanallah it's amazing that the person who thinks that no 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 life is not about uh, you know morality or being a good person or god or this and that it's just all about you know living i just live for the sake of living well guess what even in your living is the choice of food, and in that there is a moral system. So you can't even avoid it. Subhanallah. So Allah says, "Fine. You think that's your case? Ila ta'ami. Let him look at his food and think about it." And before we get to the next ayah, there's a few more points that can be mentioned about this ayah. Look and stare and think about your, think at your, uh, your food, about your food. Mujahid he says, "What? Look at how it goes in and how it goes out. Look at the entire, entire digestive tract, the digestive process, and appreciate how complex and how fascinating it is." And obviously, Alhamdulillah, we have doctors in our community that are gastroenterologists. They can tell you all about the digestive system and how subhanAllah you, know, you can study your whole life and still be remar- uh, amazed at how, ama- uh, how incredible it truly is. Also, uh, we shouldn't take it for granted. So Allah is saying, pay attention to this fact that you're consuming and taking the nutrients and getting rid of the waste and this whole process is a blessing. Do you think all this complexity came for nothing and for no reason? And furthermore, the food process shows you that something that is so precious one second is so repulsive the next second, right? You see this beautiful, delicious food and what what does it turn into? We all know the answer to that. So SubhanAllah, the fact of the matter is what? Look at how quickly things can change. And this is a parable of this dunya how in this dunya you're so obsessed with this that and the other and then subhanallah 2 seconds later it becomes like nothing even your own body your own life it's you know it's so precious and then the next moment you become like dirt and it has to be buried away because it stinks it's repulsive and so on and so forth and there's a hadith in regards to this mentioned in Musta Imam ahmad and it is a sahih li so it is authentic when you take all the different asaneed uh, different asanid and ribayat, when you take all the different uh, chains of narration together it becomes an authentic hadith al Hakim al sufyan he said what anna rasulullah So the Prophet said to him, he said oh, what are you eating, what's your food? And he said I'm eating some meat and some yogurt or milk. So the Prophet says what? What's it going to become? So we, we all know what this is where this is going. So he, instead of being vulgar about it, he says, Ya Rasulullah, you know what it's gonna become. Like you, you, you know exactly, you know, after I eat, I don't have to tell you, you know what it becomes. And so the Prophet is making a point. So he says, SubhanAllah. That the Prophet says what? Indeed Allah, the most almighty and the most blessed presents an example of what comes out of the son of Adam as a parable for this worldly life. This dunya, that's the parable of this worldly life. So this could be understood in a number of ways. SubhanAllah, don't worry about this dunya. It's all gonna turn into, you know, this. It's all gonna, even people say, you know, it's all going down the toilet, you know, it's all, everything's gonna turn to nothing. You know, we we all die, we all go into the earth, etc. right? SubhanAllah, so that's one way of looking at it. But another way is that everything you use in this life that is good. Everything, every good deed you do in this dunya, everything you use in this dunya for good, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, you send it to the akhirah. Everything else is left in the dunya. Just like the food that your body uses turns into energy, you act upon it. And everything your body doesn't use, it becomes waste. That's like the dunya. It's just, you didn't use it, it stays in this dunya, it never goes up to, uh, to the afterlife, it never goes up in terms of good deeds, so it stays in this dunya, it's like this. And there's a difference by the way, Allah says Ta'am. Ta'am is diff- different than akhil. Both of the words in Arabic would be tra- tra- translated as food or something to eat. But ta'am is food for humans and al-akl is food for any creature, humans and animals alike. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, let, let the human being, uh, let him look at his ta'am. So it's more particular and more specific to the human being which is appropriate because Allah is c- commanding the human being to do so subhanallah when you open your fridge and it's packed with healthy and diverse foods from imported that are imported all over the country and all over the world this should be a powerful spiritual moment for you really we should think about that every time you open your fridge and you say oh my goodness these i don't know oranges are from uh, florida and this is from here and I, I don't know where this is from and subhanallah we got that from this is out of season but i can still eat it and i don't even know where this is from and When you see all this diversity, let that be not just a mundane, typical thing that you take for granted. Let it be a spiritual moment where you reflect, say, Ya Allah, you've provided me with so much. SubhanAllah, you could be so connected to your Lord just going to the fridge and getting anything, a cup of water, an apple, whatever the case may be. SubhanAllah. Here's a beautiful hadith, authentic hadith, remarkable hadith. This is, uh, yes, it's reported by al Hakim and considered Sahih by Al-Albani. Listen to this hadith. I, I found it, I put it in my notes, and then I forgot about it. Then when I come across it again, it's like a whole new one. I'm like, subhanAllah, I need to mention this hadith more often. It's so powerful. sabiri <laughs> Wow, what a hadith. Indeed, the Prophet says, Indeed, for the grateful eater, for the one who is eating and is grateful for his food, there is, is a reward for that person like the reward of the person who is patiently fasting. So think about that. We all know when you're fasting during the day, during Ramadan, or if you're doing a nafil fast, you always know, SubhanAllah, Ya Allah, I'm, I'm, I'm really impatient, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, I'm doing this for your sake, Ya Allah, I hope I have some ajr, right? SubhanAllah, the hadith is saying what? Yes, of course you get your ajr for fasting and being patient, but the one who does eat, he's not fasting, obviously this is not doing to do with Ramadan. Ramadan, you have to fast regardless. Outside of Ramadan, the one who is eating, but he's grateful. He's grateful for every bite. SubhanAllah, he gets an ajr just like that other person. So, subhanAllah, you're eating or you're fasting, both you can get ajr just depending on whether you are being patient with the fasting or grateful for the food. So SubhanAllah, this is something very remarkable. Furthermore, Anas ibn Malik, uh, he said what? I mentioned this hadith a while ago in a khutbah that the Messenger of Allah, he loved to eat thufl, which is the remains at the bottom of the pot. You know when you scrape, sometimes they scrape, scrape, scrape and get that last little bit. This is how the Prophet loved to eat. He loved to eat a the last little bit. We should not be the type of people who SubhanAllah, I don't. I, I talked about this many times and it's I mean, it gets, it's, you get sick of talking about it. It makes you just depressed every time. During Ramadan, you see huge plates of food, huge amounts of food, all of it being thrown in the trash. I don't know who's doing this. I don't know where these people were raised. I would really like to talk to their parents and say, is this the child that you raised? Really, like, on, like this?" there's something shameful about this. This child stacked up food like, like a mountain, took three bites, and then his friends wanted to go run around, so he ran around too, and the whole thing goes in the trash. And this is Ramadan. This is what you. Have. This is how you behave in the Masjid. I would even say, Subhanallah, Eid al Adha. We just had this uh, celebration. Alhamdulillah, and we all went and slaughtered. I'm sure. Uh, alhamdulillah, there are lots of farms that we live around, so you know we have that those opportunities. So for anybody that did so, you know it's very scary. Sometimes these farmers they don't know to include, you know, uh, extra things like uh, the heart and the tongue the lungs the liver and they say oh yeah we're just gonna throw that and burn it i I was asking some guys they say oh yeah we just we just burn all that i was like no no no, give me give me like i I want that stuff and alhamdulillah my mother-in-law alhamdulillah she chops it all up and makes a really great dish out of all these you know other organs so let's not be like look we are trying to honor ibrahim We're trying to honor Ismail who was willing to die. This is a very significant animal that we're slaughtering. We're slaughtering for the sake of Allah Ta'ala in remembrance of the willingness of a father to sacrifice a son and the son willingness to die. This is an incredible moment. This is an incredible sacrifice. And for us to say, okay, I'll take the best parts and the rest of it I'll throw in the trash. This is not uh, within line of the spirit of what we should be doing. We should be giving an appropriate amount into charity, we should be taking some for ourselves, and we should not be wasting the food at all, inshallah ta'ala, make sure you eat all these extra parts as well. If you don't know how to cook something well with it, go online, look it up, and you can find out good dishes to make sure this stuff tastes good. If you're like, oh, it's weird to me, don't worry, there's ways to make it taste good, inshallah ta'ala. If you pay attention to these ayat, ayat 17 to 23 was the journey of the human development, and now from 24 to 32 is the journey of food as it grows. So Allah ta'ala is using this parallel. You grew in a certain way, and now your food is growing in a certain way ta'ala is drawing a parallel between the two yes then the next ayah so allah says what let uh, let every single human being every human please we can't touch the 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 railing inshallah sorry about that i just we don't want the kids to push on the glass and then fall down inshallah so uh, allah says let every human being what pay attention to what they eat then allah says now most of us we would think okay i have to stare at my food No, no allah says no take it way back you have to think, and then you say, okay, I'll take it way back when it was growing. No, 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 don't think about when it was growing. Take it back before that. What about the clouds that came in to drop the rain to make it grow? So so us, we are very quick. Oh, let me look at my food. No, no, no. think about where the whole process started. So Allah says, How we poured down the water in torrents. How we poured it down so much. This ayah could be read as anna or inna and there's two different readings of it but anyway that's a smaller issue. Um, this is referring obviously to rain and sabba means to empty out a bucket. So Allah Ta'ala is referring to it as dumping such huge amounts. Why? Because we know that although rain falls in small raindrops gently enough that it doesn't damage everything obviously uh, if it came down in one shot, it would just destroy everything it would kill us It would kill the vegetation It would just be so destructive. Allah ta'ala sends it down in a beautiful soft way But if we were to calculate how much water cumulatively is coming down altogether we'd realize the amount of, wa- of, of weight of this water is unfathomably heavy like uh, anybody who's picked up a bucket of water knows what i'm talking about you just stick, just pour, pour a bucket of water from your hose lift up one bucket and you're like subhanallah water is so much heavier sometimes you don't realize it is extremely heavy now take a second to appreciate there are crops that are being irrigated constantly right and we eat from these crops. Imagine if we as human beings had to carry bucket after bucket. We would have broken shoulders, broken arms, broken backs, broken hips. We would be destroyed if we had to carry bucket. If we had to transport that water, we'd all be dead. There's no way. The fact that Allah ta'ala, no, no, don't worry. I'll lift it all up and move it with the clouds and then gently brings down. That many buckets, that many pools of water, you're going to be gently drizzling it down so beautifully? Pools of water. Are you serious? Yes. This is. I'm just giving you this as a gift. Think about these things and be grateful to Allah Ta'ala that he's irrigating this our land for us. And then we broke open the earth, a, a, a splitting, a splitting as in with sprouts. So we know that when the earth is has the dirt on top of it, once that rain goes down and the uh, seeds start to absorb it, it starts to grow underneath and then eventually there's that piercing. So it's talking about the piercing out. So yes, the, the, the plants, they pierce up to the surface and this should be something that we see as remarkable. Why? Because the, the the verb shakka is used to split something that you normally don't think of splitting. Allah Ta'ala talks about stones being split and water gushing forth in Surah Baqarah. Allah Ta'ala in many times talks about the sky splitting, shakka, the same verb in, in, in Surah Furqan, Surah uh, um, 55 is, uh, what's it called, the Rahman, Surah Haqqa and Surah Inshiqaq, obviously in the first ayah of Surah Inshiqaq. Allah, ta- Allah Ta'ala talks about the earth splitting in this surah, also in Surah Qaf, also in Surah Maryam. And then Allah Ta'ala also talks about the moon splitting in the first ayah of Surah Qamar. So these 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 are things that are unusual. You don't think about the moon splitting. You don't think about the sky being ripped open. And so this verb shakha is telling us what? You should look at this and be amazed. This shouldn't be normal to you. Dirt shouldn't have this magical quality where you throw a dead seed in it, you throw some water and some sunlight, and then, hey, guess what? Here comes your food. The fact that it's normal to us doesn't take away from the fact that it is remarkable, it is miraculous, it is a blessing, and every time you should be amazed. Every time you should be amazed. And if you're not amazed, you go ahead and do it. I'll give you a seed, I'll give, oh no, forget about the seed, you know, I'll just, I'll just give you a bucket of dirt and I'll say, go ahead, you extract uh, from this bucket of dirt and you design an orange. I want you to get the color right, the flavor right, I want you to get the pulp right, go ahead. I want you to give me an orange from this dirt, you can't, the seed can do it, why can't you do it? Okay, forget the orange. How about a mango? Same dirt, same dirt, now a mango. Same dirt, now grapes. You'd be like, I I don't know, exactly, be amazed. Every time you eat every single one of these fruits, every single one of these vegetables, if you can't do it, be amazed. Don't, just because it's normal doesn't mean we should, close our eyes to the reality that Allah ta'ala is giving us these incredible blessings. So yes, just as we've gotten used to the idea that food grows out of the ground, it shouldn't change the fact that we should be amazed every time because it is truly amazing. Plants produce their own seeds, they spread their own seeds, the earth absorbs the seed, the earth absorbs the water, water that rains down, the, earth, the, the the clouds come by themselves and then subhanallah after absorbing the water, it grows from the nutrients of the earth and the sunlight. All of this happens and we don't do a single thing, we just watch it happen subhanallah. This is the Gift that Allah Taala gives us. Then Allah Taala says, "What?" Last I Inshallah Taala, I'll go over today. I don't want to go long. Allah Taala says, "What?" And he, uh, uh, so, and we caused it. فأمبتنا, and we caused it uh, to grow within it grain. So now Allah Taala is saying, the water comes down, it starts to sprout, and now it has the reproductive cycle of it has its own seeds to do the whole cycle again. Because obviously, all this could have happened one time, and that would have been amazing just even one time I can't believe it. everything just grew out of the earth Uh, don't worry it's a uh, self-propagating process so once it's about to die it gives its seed and then the whole thing again and again that's even more amazing it's a tiny useless buried dead seed and yet subhanallah it can become so amazing so if a tiny seed can receive rain from the sky and use it to grow out of the darkest place as in beneath the earth And become a big beautiful flower or a plant or a tree basking in the light and bearing fruits to benefit others then what is the idea behind all this what is if you connect it back to the previous ayat about revelation then you should think to yourself why can't we as human beings receive revelation that also comes down from the sky kind of like the rain right why can't we and then why can't we grow out of our darkness like that little seed was so small and it grew out of the darkness maybe we need to grow out of our sinful lifestyles and become a little bit elevated, inshallah ta'ala, grow out of the dark and into the light. We can become uh, righteous believers, basking in the light of guidance, and then eventually, inshallah, bearing fruits uh, with our words and with our examples uh, to benefit others as well, just like the fruit gives to benefits to others. So you can see there's a connection now. Allah ta'ala is saying, this is how revelation comes down and benefits and brings all this benefit. We'll think about this whole food process. It should be ayat, there should be signs in it as well. And subhanAllah, another fascinating thing, and I'll uh, finish with this point inshallah ta'ala you have to always pay attention. Quran, you never you should never discount. You always got to pay close attention because you, you might miss all this. Ayat 18, 19 and 20 talked about what? The human process. Min ayyi shay'in Min nutfatin qaddara thumma sabila yasara. Allah is saying, what were you created from? You were created from a sperm drop, which is a reference to the man and inseminating the woman. And then thumma sabila one of the interpretations is what? That Allah Ta'ala eases the exit process it makes the process easy and many uh, scholars they say this is reference to what after the baby has grown the birthing process you know subhanallah the fact that the hips the hips uh, widen up the fact that they're a dilation right and subhanallah obviously it's a very painful process but still the fact that the woman can go through this and do it again and again it's just unbelievably remarkable this whole birthing process so you have what were you made from starts with the sperm drop into the woman the growth and then the birth process, that's what's being described. Now take those ayat, and now take a look at ayat 25, 26, and 27. Another three ayat, Allah says what? These three ayat, Allah is saying what? I poured down the rain from the sky, it got absorbed by the earth, and then that sprouted forth, and then from that, what came the seed? What is the parallel between them? Well, you could say, Just like the man is like the sky, because man is usually on top of the woman. You could say from a physical perspective, you know. uh, know, The man is on top, let's say in the bedroom. I apologize if this is (laughs) too uh, adult, but anyway. And then what? You have the water coming down, which is being put inside of the woman. The woman, like Mother Earth, right? Mother Earth, we all know the expression. So the woman is like the Earth. She receives the water. And then what just happens, something grows inside and then eventually that thing that grows inside pierces and exits from the earth and then comes forth. That's like the birthing process. And then what do you have next? You have a little baby. And Allah is saying, what? You have a little seed. You have a little seed. So SubhanAllah, you see the parallel. Allah is saying, look at your process. The man giving his water, inserting into the woman, baby coming out. Look at the sky giving its water, going into mother earth. Uh, Life comes out, gives a seed. SubhanAllah, the process starts over again. Beautiful parallel, incredibly beautiful parallel. And Allah is saying, are you not paying attention? I'm the one who's running this whole show, subhanAllah. So there's so much to appreciate here in the human being, in our food, in the whole process of life around us. The fact that people are blind to it. Make dua that Allah Ta'ala makes us a good examples so that we can wake people up, so they can see the world around them. And may Allah Ta'ala make us of those who are always appreciating and contemplating this Qur'an, which is truly remarkable and miraculous. wa wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.